I'm Brian Myers. I'm Mike Ritalik. I'm Becky Haddad. And this is Owl Pellets, a podcast featuring tips for ag teachers. We are your agricultural education resource across the web, sharing research-based tips and tackling the tough questions facing agriculture teachers every day. Hey, Owl Pellets. Welcome back to another one of our special sessions on the Teach Grand Challenges Project. Uh, And I want to, again, direct you all to go to teachgrandchallenges.com to see a variety of uh, outstanding materials that have been created from folks just like you, ag teachers in the classrooms, on the front lines, doing these things every single day. And to that end, we have one of the outstanding grand, uh, Grand Challenge Ambassadors. Uh, Melanie Burnson here with us today. So Melanie, thanks for being with us here on Owl Pellets. Thanks so much for having me, Brian. It's a pleasure to connect with you all today. Well, Melanie, tell us a little bit about you and your great program you have there in Pennsylvania. All right. Yeah. So I've been teaching at Wellsboro High School for all 15 years of my teaching career. And I am a single teacher department that teaches primarily agri-science courses. So I don't do anything with the shop-based components, but I teach uh, two levels of animal science, two levels of plant science, natural resource management, environmental science, ag leadership, introduction to ag, some ag business. And we have a couple silent partners down at the shop that do some ag related content for us. So our students um, get some ag mechanics, but I focus um, more on the, the science based stuff. So many of my courses are offered for science credit and um, we track a little bit over a hundred kids through our program each year. And we have a very vibrant classroom with a lot of different uh, live animals that are both permanent residents and come in for a short part of the year. We have several greenhouses, a school forest, and a maple sugaring um, area. And we also have a very active FFA chapter, um, a little bit over 50 students that are active and um, do quite a few different community-based projects every year. Some of my students' favorite to get out into the community, whether it's environmental-related projects like stocking fish or um, doing Earth Day uh, education for younger students or Uh, helping with our local fairgrounds and um, doing some ag safety day and other ag literacy events. We also are very involved in doing career development events and leadership development events with our students. And we focus quite a bit on SAE projects as well. Every student in my classes has an SAE project. So they're all using that um, knowledge they're gaining in the classroom outside of class time. So keeps me pretty busy around here, but um, it's been great working with this program over the past 15 years. And um, creating a, a nice cornerstone in our community. Wow, Melanie, I'm tired already. 
Great, great overview. And uh, just like a lot of great uh, teachers across the country, um, it, it's always phenomenal, phenomenal and exciting to uh, learn about all the great um, areas that you provide a lot of opportunities for students. And uh, it sounds like you've done a terrific job of um, exploring all corners and all sectors of agriculture when it comes to those opportunities. So thanks for what you do. And um, we're certainly excited to talk about this project that you found a little bit of time to carve uh, away from all the things that you do. So your project was really around invasive species. So tell us how, how you landed on that, first of all, and then tell us a little bit about uh, what what our teachers will find when they go to the website. My, my yeah. biggest surprise reading it was invasive species weren't freshmen. I thought that's what you're going to talk about when the freshmen <laughs> in the classroom. More than that. Oh, man. Middle schoolers. Middle yeah. schoolers, yes. We could make our invasive species turn into blossoming uh, points of positivity like we make those freshmen but um, you know, these these ones it's not quite so easy to convince them to do good things for us but yeah so Mike it was definitely something that I thought long and hard about when I started this grand challenge project to find a topic that I thought would be meaningful um, both in my area but really meet that grand challenge um, aspect and over the years of teaching my training really started in the animal sciences, um, but as I've developed into a teacher, I've really grown more in my focus on the natural resources and environmental sciences, just how much that provides to each and every student, no matter where you are, uh, that that's key, valuable knowledge for people to learn um, and understand about the world um, and their place in the world. As our world is getting smaller and there's less and less distance in all ways between people, we know that invasive species is a problem that are, is impacting every ecosystem more and more each day. And it's causing a lot of really incredible problems that um, as young agriculturalists and just community members, we're having to deal with. And one of the key aspects of this is also that each and every one of my students potentially can have a role in preventing or managing invasive species. And although invasive species are different in different ecosystems and areas of the United States or even the world, um, there's a lot of similarities that we can find with uh, educating students about them, becoming more aware and finding some steps that they can use to be able to prevent um, future dispo dispersal to different places. So when I started this project, um, I really connected with a handful of different community members and uh, organizations in my state and region that are working with invasive species and um, became more intrigued by some of the technology that's being used to help um, be more aware of them doing some counting. So um, working with some drones and some mapping of um, different quantities of invasive species. And I learned a lot about um, some of the different tools that we're um, creating, which is getting better every day to try and account for these different species. And awareness is the first step in management, making sure we know where they are and um, 
what's going on with them. Um, and then, you know, we have to use some of those management tools to be able to try to eradicate or slow the, um, the spread of some of these species. Um, so we had a local company that um, is called Wildlife Specialist, and they do a lot of mapping with drones and was able to connect with some of their, um, their personnel about some of the studies they do uh, with different groups and organizations. And then the other group that I connected with was an organization called IMAP Invasives, and they're a nonprofit group that is um, working on a citizen science project, essentially, for people to um, be able to mark spots where they're finding invasives and then generating a data set that hopefully is more useful both to community members or private companies, um, research scientists, and anybody who might be able to use that data. The one thing I love about citizen science is that everybody can take part, and the more people that take part in it, the more accurate and sound the data set is that um, comes as a result. Now, IMAP Invasives is used primarily in the um, eastern states, there's a small group of states that kind of have adopted this along with their Department of Natural Resources or Conservation to um, use as a tool. They have an app, which is uh, really cool to be able to encourage, especially students, to use that kind of technology um, on their devices, which they all love, uh, and be able to use that for good. There are some other similar organizations that are working in different states that have like a similar um, purpose to their organization. So at this point, we don't have like an overarching national, um, you know, group that's doing some mapping, but there's a few different groups that are out there. So if a teacher doesn't necessarily think that IMAP invasives might work for their classroom, I would encourage them to seek out their Department of Conservation Natural Resources at the state level to kind of determine what is the, you know, organization that might be working most frequently in their state. And that way they might be able to get some better, um, look at some data or help their students to contribute to a local data project. So on the um, Teach Grand Challenges website, I created some um, profiles of some of the invasive species that are some of the most common ones that we are seeing in our state in Pennsylvania. Um, in our local area, we uh, are having trouble with a lot of these um, invasive species and uh, one of the things about invasive species, a lot of times people see insect almost immediately. They're like, oh, that's, you know, invasive species. We're only talking about insects. But um, it's very valuable to appreciate that it's also about plants. There's invasive fungi. There's um, other diseases. Even mammals um, can be invasive species. And um, that definitely kind of piques curiosity of students. They don't always understand that. And it's interesting for them to see that it's more than just bugs. But um, in these profiles, um, I kind of uh, sought to develop just kind of an overview of each of the species and uh, allow students to have a really good look of those species along with where they're found. Um, it's helpful as teachers are looking at how could they use this information that um, they could create a, their own set of 
you know, um, 10 most wanted invasive species in their area to help their students to highlight what invasive species are causing the most challenges in their current area and um, help them to seek out that same kind of information. It would be valuable for students to learn about um, some of these common invasive species, perhaps make profiles about them as well. And then um, beyond that, be able to go out with an organization like IMAP Invasives, set up some profiles and have them um, take a look and see if they can find some of these invasive species. So really getting out there into their community and um, doing some of that assessment. We know that the real world learning for students is one of the most important parts for them so that they can apply their knowledge into the, the real life. And this is a really um, valuable project that students could be able to do that um, uh, with invasive species. So I'm really excited about it. Well, this certainly, is we can, we, there. We, you know, the, the passion and the interest certainly uh, comes through. And um, I think, you know, the real world piece of this is, you know, whether it's plants or animals, uh, building that awareness and then being able to have students drive down the road and recognize those things as they're, as they're living and, and working in their communities, I think is a really uh, cool act activity with this. Yeah, this is great, Melanie. You talked about a little bit, talking to your fellow ag teachers that are out there, what, what kind of ideas or suggestions do you have with them and maybe some of the reactions that you can, they could expect their students to have when they, when they engage in this kind of work? Yeah, so I think that as an ag teacher, um, it is, again, just incredibly important to be able to connect some projects back to your local communities. Uh, that's where it hits home for students. And um, sometimes my students struggle if a certain activity isn't, you know, maybe really relevant to them. And this one just has so much local uh, opportunity, but also global relevance and um you know, that's the kind of project that I really want my students to see those connections, to see that, you know, my impacts today and how, you know, I am protecting um, natural resources or trying to prevent invasive species could have a global impact, um, could impact thousands, millions, billions of other people um, based upon actions. And with invasive species, you know, we, we have some interesting examples of that kind of taking place where, um, you know, students are, uh, have been identified as, you know, identifying the first of a particular species that's been found in a new state or something. And, um, you know, people are picking up that young people can make an impact, that we do have the ability to um, be players in this conversation and our students um, can be adding to some of this data set. And I love the real world. I love when it is beyond the classroom, it's in your community. And I think that that's so beneficial for ag programs as well, that um, our work as teachers, that we're providing students the opportunity to impact their local communities um, beyond the walls of the classroom and the school every day. Yeah, this is fantastic stuff. And again, you know, invasive species impacts all of us across the country. The, there's there's differences across there, but it's something that every everybody can use in their classroom. 
Really appreciate the the focus you did here. Like again, with all of the projects in the Teach Grand Challenges project, uh, this is not just a list of PowerPoint slides and memorization kind of thing. You've done a great job of really honing in on the issue and, and making this applicable to students. So thank you very much. So uh, Melanie Burnson, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for being part of this project and sharing your great work with ag teachers across the country. So again, y'all go visit teachgrandchallenges.com. Again, teachgrandchallenges.com to go visit Melanie's work on invasive species and all the other great work that our Grand Challenge ambassadors did. So thank y'all for being with us today. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Owl Pellets. Check out our website for more information on this topic and to learn more about our guests. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay connected. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll never miss an episode. For Mike and Becky, this is Brian here by the Owl Pellets saying thank you and we look forward to seeing you again on another episode of Owl Pellets, Tips for Ag Teachers.